Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. Hebrews 2.17 says, Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. As a consecrated high priest, he intercedes for his people. As a faithful shepherd, he gathers his flock under the shadow of the Almighty in the strong and sure refuge. For him, there waits the last battle with Satan, and he goes forth to meet it. So Christ, the great high priest, pleading his blood before the Father in the sinner's behalf, bears upon his heart the name of every repentant, believing soul. Like Aaron, who symbolized Christ, our Savior bears the names of all the people on his heart in the holy place. Our great high priest remembers all the words by which he has encouraged us to trust. He is ever mindful of his covenant. The work of Christ as man's intercessor is presented in that beautiful prophecy of Zechariah concerning him whose name is the branch. Says the prophet, He shall build the temple of the Lord, and he shall bear the glory, and shall sit and rule upon his throne, which is the Father's throne. And he shall be a priest upon his throne. As a priest, Christ is now set down with the Father on his throne, upon the throne with the eternal, self-existent one is he who hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. His intercession is that of a pierced and broken body of a spotless life. The wounded hands, the pierced side, the marred feet plead for fallen man whose redemption was purchased at such an infinite cost. I loved the sentence that said he gathered his flock in the strong, sure refuge, Then he went forth to meet Satan for the last great battle that must refer to Gethsemane. If we could only see his face, could hear him speak, we could see what he does for his children, wouldn't our heart be softened and subdued? Meekly, we would step down and ask him to take the throne in our heart. But even as I write this, I realize this is why you and I are in the world, to show others what he is like. There is no movie people can watch, no audio they can listen to. But if we are filled with his spirit and show his character in the world, people can see Jesus in action through us. So does it matter if we obey his moral love law? Well, yeah. I selected a promise in 1 Peter 3, 8-9. Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another, Love as brothers, be tender-hearted, be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. Because the Ten Commandment law of love is a transcript of Jesus' character, we can't reveal him in the world if its principles are not revealed in us. Dear Jesus, Pray for those who are listening today. Write your law upon the tables of their heart, so that when they are doing your will, they are but carrying out their own desires. 
We are willing to be made willing, Lord, and we're willing to deny the carnal desires of our own flesh. In thy name we pray. Amen. Please join us again tomorrow morning for a few moments of meditation and prayer and promises.